I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I have displaced myself. I am not sitting in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room today like I usually am when I record my podcasts. Today, I am recording this podcast in the middle of the day, in the middle of the summer. So I am sitting on a folding chair in the shade of a tree growing in my backyard. I think it's an oak. In some ways, this tree kind of reminds me of myself. I figure it's about my age, but it's a lot bigger than I am. And I am a lot faster than the tree, even with my bum knees. Sometimes it's uh, also a lot smarter than me, this tree. This tree occasionally whispers in the breeze. One day I'm pretty sure I heard him whisper, Hey, come here and hug me. (laughs) When my lady wonder wench walked by, don't blame it. But this tree never puts its foot in its mouth by saying something stupid. Like, what does a tree that grows in Brooklyn hate the most, you know? The answer is a three-dog night. <laughs> a three-dog night. This tree must have heard me say that. But fortunately, it didn't fall down laughing or crying or anything. This tree is usually very quiet. Its leaves just whisper in the breeze. But I did hear it shriek. One day last winter, sounded like it was kind of screaming for help. That was the day when an icy windstorm broke one of its branches. The branch didn't come all the way down. It's still stuck halfway up there on the trunk of the tree. It's way, way too high for me to reach it. I think the tree doesn't want me to toss its branch in the fireplace. (laughs) That broken branch is a little like me, too. I had to get a knee replacement a few years ago. Some mornings my leg feels a little bit like that branch just kind of stuck on. I like this tree. I think this tree deserves a name. Tree is not a name. Tree is kind of a job description, you know? A tree is a tall plant with a trunk and branches made of wood. Its job is to supply wood, which is used for both building and burning. Maybe I'll call my tree leaf. Not like Leave Me Alone, more like Leaf Erickson, huh? No, that wouldn't work in the winter. How about Woody? Yeah, Woody. Like the actor on the TV show called Cheers, you know, the the bar where everyone knows your name. That'd work, don't you think, Woody? God is a job description, too. God is not a name. God is the description of a being whose job is being all-powerful. Jehovah is a name. So is Thor and Allah. They're all names of beings that have been worshipped by a lot of people. God is a job description, not a name. It's a little bit like our moon. Moon is a job description, too. A moon is any small celestial body that revolves around a planet. Our moon does not have a specific name. All the other moons out there in the solar system have real specific names. Great names, too. You know, stuff like Hyperion. How about Rhea? And my favorite, Titan. That's not like tighten your seatbelt. That's Titan, as in tremendous Titan. Titan even sounds powerful. 
Now, you know the romantic impact that a full moon has here on Earth. Imagine if a Saturn-dwelling guy and girl were out romancing and a full Titan came up. I think things get pretty sweaty pretty soon, don't you? Because our moon doesn't have a real name, and I, I always want to be helpful, I've been encouraging people to call our moon Dick. Think about it. That way you could look out your window at the full moon and say, My, what a big dick out there tonight. <laughs> but you probably won't. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's driving you nuts out the other ear and you can go grab a grin and win. If you are the average American guy, you drank 24 gallons of beer last year. That must have been some party. (laughs) If the answer is, I don't know, I never looked, what is the question? If the answer is, I don't know, I never looked, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. The answer is, I don't know, I never looked. What is the question? A British doctor by the name of Pierre Marshall has applied to the government for funds to open a school for sex. A school for sex? Can you imagine the final exam? No bringing some Viagra with you, that would be cheating. (laughs) School for sex. Get your PhD. If your tongue were as long as a nectar bat's, proportionally speaking, you would be able to lick your own toes. Not that you would. I don't think that would be in good taste, do you? Besides, you probably have minions who do that for you. All right, if the answer is, I don't know, I never looked, the question is... Do you smoke after sex? I don't know. I never looked. (laughs) Big Louie says there are a number of mechanical things that increase smoky sexual arousal, especially with women. Chief among them is a brand new Cadillac convertible. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. Speaking of your mind, a quick reminder... If you like these podcasts or my spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too. And of course, you'd be doing me a favor and thank you very much. I like sitting here in the shade under Woody, my backyard tree. I just realized that Woody is a guy's name. And I think trees come in male and female types too. So... What could you call a lady tree? Hmm. If you have any ideas about that, you know, what could you call a lady tree? Would you please send your ideas to me? Dick at DickSummer.com is the address. Give me some ideas. What could you call a lady tree that would be just as appropriate as calling a male tree Woody? Again, the address is Dick at DickSummer.com. Can you imagine being a male tree, growing up next to a lovely female tree, all spring, summer, autumn, winter, over and over and over again, maybe for centuries, and you can't reach out and touch her 
under so many full moons. Then some human guy comes along and he takes out his knife and he carves his name and his lady's name into your bark. I wonder if that hurts. And I wonder if you can sense that those humans are touching each other thoroughly under a full moon. There's a story in my Night Connection Spoken Word Story CD about another plant with lots of romantic power. Her name was Rose. Since very early this morning, you've been looking at that rose, bravely poking its soft, beautiful, fragrant head out of the soda bottle on your kitchen countertop. You're a private duty nurse, a single mother, and a graduate school student. That's three full-time careers that you have to juggle without dropping or missing any part of any one of them. It's tough. You've been stopping at a convenience store halfway into the early morning commute to grab a cup of coffee. It keeps your eyes open and your mind in gear so that you can get home safely from your all-night nursing job. The young guy at the counter can't take his eyes off you. He looks like he's in his early 20s. It's almost funny, but not quite. Even if you wanted to, you don't have time to get involved. And that's true, but it's also an excuse. The intensity of your own sensuality has always frightened you a little bit. Your body used to scream so loud for touches and being held and making love that you couldn't hear your mind warning you about consequences and guilt. Sensuality speaks in its own language. It uses words like unbutton, unfold, unashamed, breath, sweat, caress, unprotected. But your husband kept pretending that he didn't hear. This morning, the guy behind the counter just said, Here, I'd really like you to have this. And he gave you that, Rose. And then he blushed and he looked down at the counter. And you went on automatic right there in front of all the other customers. You kissed his cheek. And then you smiled and you left. And your legs were moving like silk. You haven't felt that way in a long time. All the way home, you let yourself pretend that you were the heroine in a romance novel kind with a pink cover and a big caption that says her thighs went tight against his his strength drowning in her delicious wet fire this is a novel of soaring spirit and tender flesh a story of passions hot and cold salty and sweet hard and soft slippery and strong and you stopped to think about it and it made you giggle for a long time the sexiest thing you've done was just eat a dish of rich ice cream slowly and that makes you begin to wonder if you could take a lesson from that rose and let your head pop up bravely out of all of the feelings you've kept bottled up. Once upon a time, you felt fragrant and beautiful and soft. And since very early this morning, you've been thinking, maybe you could again. was so unexpected that it caught her with her guard down. And just for an instant, she felt 
unprotected and fragrant and beautiful and soft. When was the last time you let your guard down like that? The story is called The Single Rose. It's from my Night Connection Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, please go back to DickSummer.com. Download it from the Night Connections icon on the home page. You've probably noticed that flowers can move a little, too. Flowers will sometimes turn their heads to face the sun. Our daughter Chris sent me a note last week about something new called phytoacoustics. P-H-Y-T-O-A-C-U-S-T-I-C-S. Phytoacoustics is a fancy scientific name for proof that flowers can actually hear. Seems some smart guys in white lab coats did a simple experiment proving that flowers increased the concentration of the sugar in their nectar when those smart guys played a recording of the buzz of a bee was like the plant's reaction to the sound of a human voice. Figures. You've probably heard that plants will grow faster if you pray over them out loud. Of course, that means your voice has to sound human, so be careful of that. A poet once said, I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree. I wonder if some lady trees have especially lovely roots, you know, because if they do... They could become Mother Nature's natural cheerleaders, you know, with their lovely roots. Rooting for the home team. (laughs) That kind of makes you want to be a tree hugger anyway. And my buddy Big Louie always says, hugging a tree is okay, as long as that's as far as it goes. And I would also like to thank my backyard buddy, Woody, here for his shade today. That was cool, Woody. Thanks. And don't forget... Give our moon a name. Get some of your friends to do it, too. Because think of the fun you can have by calling it Dick. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.